Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell, and here with me is my awesome co-host, SC. Good evening, everyone. How are y'all? I'm great. I just read your text. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. We'll discuss that later. (laughs) So how was your day? I can't complain, you know. Got in the gym. I've been in the gym for a couple of days. I wound up getting back in there today, you know. Um, But that's about it. Did some writing. And uh, for the most part, that was my day. That was your day. (laughs) My day was busy. It was a great day, but it was a very busy day. And right now I'm kind of looking up at the game. Let's go heat. So LeBron, allegedly, he's talking about. Okay, let's hold on before we continue going. Let's get, let's go with that mic. Yes. Damn it. I said that I was going to call in. Okay. I can't believe this. This is not happening. (laughs) No biggie. Yes, it's a biggie. Because the last few shows, I'm like, damn. Oh, gosh. Okay, so... You get older, so you're forgetting the, that you got to call in. I ain't forgetting anything. You got all Thomas by, all by yourself. No. Okay, I'm letting myself in right now. How do I sound? Sound a little better. Talk a little more. I should sound a lot better. All right. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I was looking up at the game. The Heat is in the lead. I watched. I have been watching the game. The uh, let me see. The last few weeks. So, anyways, Denver is waiting to see who's going to win. And even if the Heat don't win this game right here, they are going to win, and they're going to be in a championship. So, I'm super excited. So hopefully the Heat wins tonight and, you know, whatever, and I'm definitely rooting for them. And now I guess because the Lakers lost four straight games, LeBron said he has a lot of thinking to do. So I'm guessing he's thinking about retiring. And also who is who said that they were retiring? Uh, oh, Carmelo Anthony. He's getting ready to retire. He did make an announcement, and now – LeBron, I guess, is having a pity party, whatever. But either way, I'm hoping that uh, he can win, and that's it. That's it. So enough of that. And I'm going to try not to look up at the screen too much because I'm, like, so out of control yelling and screaming. You remember how how I was the other day, all that yelling and screaming. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to try to re- <laughs> 
I'm going to reframe. You know, I don't watch that. basketball or football, so I don't know nothing that's oh, going on. I can tell you about it. <laughs> I cannot believe you. Like, I don't see, but I'm going to just keep that comment to myself. I, I, I just don't see, like, football and basketball is, like, the number one sport. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know nothing about neither of the sports, but we talk about MMA or boxing. Boy, you, I got you. Right, and you know, I can't, I can't talk to, um, I can't talk to a guy that that doesn't watch sports, and I definitely will. Even though I'm not thinking about anybody right now, I definitely will have to say that in the future because in the past I was talking to a guy we didn't talk long because he said that he didn't (laughs) he didn't watch sports i'm like well what's your favorite football team he didn't have one i'm like what's your favorite basketball team he didn't have one i'm thinking oh no way that's that's so weird but everybody have their own thing so you know okay everybody have their own preference so for me to to date a guy they have to like sports they have to and and even though i'm not like big in it and Mm -hmm. i recently just found out a few things someone was schooling me about the basketball telling me it goes from the best of the eight to the best of the four to the best of the two and then um the um then, then in the championship is the east against the west so it was the west against the west to make it to you know to the championship, then the East um, against the East to make it to the championship to now who, um, you know, to to finally it's going to be the best out of the East to the West, whatever. I hope I'm not confusing anybody because I just learned, I just learned this. And I, I haven't been to that many games. I've been to, uh, I've been to a Dolphin game, a Miami Heat game, a UM game. And I didn't know mm. what was going on, but I was, like jumping up when the crowd jump up, like, yay, me. I did have a good time just jumping up and eating ice cream or whatever. But, yeah. So enough of my confusion so I don't confuse anybody asking <laughs> someone, <laughs> like, what does she mean by the I'm best of the east or the west? I tried. Let me tell you something. So I tried football one time. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, my whole my whole background is, Boxing and martial arts. That's my whole background as far as sports Let's go. Let's go Steelers. Uh-huh. And then um, I seen my cousin catch the ball, and he got mm-hmm. and ran over him. And I looked at everybody else. I said, yo, can we punch them in the face for that? So he was like, nah, 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 nah. I said, yeah, this is not my sport, man. If I can't punch you in the face with, for tackling me like that, so that that's fighting work. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's fighting. So Come violent. on, you cannot. You know, I even I would even learn hockey. But my thing is, I like something that's one on one. I like this. I, I like the strategic thing of me depending only on me and not a team. So if I fail yeah. or I lose, it's because I lost. You know, and I tell everybody, I said, I don't play sports. I said because you can't play boxing and you can't play martial arts, you can't play MMA. But you can play everything else, but you just can't play that. You understand what I'm saying? And I've always that was always my thing. I, I was always into me by myself and figuring it out. 
okay, this guy's job is quick. I got to do this. This guy's, you know, kicks are this way. I got to do this, you know. So, but, you know, I don't knock nobody well, they, does it. They, they had a game back in the days. It was called Killer Man. It was kind of like a football thingy, sports, whatever. I don't know because I was younger. And I was such of a boy when I was little because I have a twin brother. Me and him is super close. Oh, my gosh, I love him so much. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Brad. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm, I just so uh, love him so much. I'm just so obsessed with my brother. But, yeah, so I wanted to just always play with my brother and his friends or whatever. So, I mean, my brother taught me how to drive. Uh, even though I can't drive good, uh, he taught me how to swim, how to ride a bike, how to climb a tree. I used to jump the the gate when I was little. I was such of a boy, so I was trying to play killer man with him and his friends. And one of his friends tackled me, and I remember crying, "Oh, my knee is hurting, my knee!" So at that point, I wasn't a boy because I had to go in the house because my knee was scraped. But yeah. Such of a tomboy. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy that I grew out of that because now I'm so girly girl. Like, I'm just such of a girl that, like, when I when I get my toenails painted, it, it's like, what do I choose between pink and yellow? Because those are, like, the best colors ever. Like, I'm such of a girl now. I can't believe I was such of a boy. Oh, my gosh. I was such of a boy as a little girl. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But... <laughs> but yeah, so enough about that. Um, we can get into our current news. And before in we get in, in, in <laughs> Yes, in other news. Oh, and before we get into other news, I do wanna talk about how like I don't know if I said this before about like with with me I can't cry. Like I was talking to one of my nieces the other day and she was saying that she's so emotional. I'm not gonna even say her name, but I told her that I was gonna talk about it on the show briefly. But she said like she could cry with just like anything and I've always had a a hard time crying. Like I cannot like I could even try to make myself cry and I cannot cry. But the minute I watch a stupid ass cartoon or some movie on television then i'm i can't believe that happened that i'm so hurt but i mean i'm like crazy like who does that i can't cry with real life things but i watch television and and this is how weird i am like it can be like something on Full House. Like remember the show Full House, uh, the Tanner family, Danny Tanner, mm-hmm. DJ Stephanie. Yeah, I could watch something like that, and it could be just something like I don't know. It could be like a deep message on that show, and then I'm sad, I'm crying. Um, and then on Fresh Prince, when um, it was one episode when uh, Will, his father, didn't. He was supposed to come back and see him. Oh yeah. And then he I've asked, seen that. yeah, he asked Uncle Phil like, uh, "Why don't he want me, man?" Oh my gosh. If I see that right now, then I'm gonna start crying. Now, <laughs> something can happen in real life that's serious, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, wow!" But then I'm watching a a, a comedy show that I haven't seen over and over, and if I see the episode again, then I'm crying. Like, what is my brain is definitely wired. I have no idea what's going on, but yeah. So, um. <laughs> In other news, because I embarrassed myself now telling that story, (laughs) 
<laughs> and other news. Um, okay, so we do have a guest uh, that's going to be coming on, and I know you you can explain about that. Uh, so let me go ahead and do some advertisement real quick. Okay, so if you are in the Arizona area and you're looking to buy, sell, or whatever, you guys can check out thebrownhousegroup.com. Again, that's www.brownhousegroup.com. And also, if you are into hair care and hair hair care products, you can check out this website. It's www.lovealwaysshops.com. Dot com again that's www.lovealwaysshops.com and that's for hair care and if you are in the Louisiana area there's a beauty shop there's a salon and they have a website so you can check it out or, or whatever and check out their their styles and stuff it's www.strawberrycurls.com Again, that's www.strawberrycurls.com. And also, uh, oh, my gosh, D. Saunders, he have a book out, and he has been putting in advertisement for the longest. It's The Bait and Switch, available on Amazon. Again, that's www.amazon.com. D. Saunders, The Bait and Switch. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> Well, in other news, we got a young in lady that's news. coming to us tonight, uh-huh. and she is an uh, inspiring author of a kid's book, and I'm going to let her explain everything about the book when we do the interview. So, because me and Yvonne got a bet going on, and um, we'll tell you all about the, the, the bet where we um, announce When she her comes on the on show. The, um, when she comes on the show, because <laughs> I know somebody's going to owe me lunch behind this one. But um, in other news, did you hear about the, um, the the letter that these kids got sent home with in Vermont? The, telling the parents you said the letter that, that they got no sent long- home with? Yeah, they got sent home with a letter telling the parents that we're no longer going to Say boys and girls, we're gonna say produces sperm and produces eggs. And no, you're a lying. lot of people are in uproar about that. Yeah. You are lying. Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. yeah. So you said they're you know, they're they gonna refer to them as sperm and eggs? Yes. He no, they're gonna produce he I don't I don't remember if they said he that produces egg or her that produces I mean, he that produces sperm, the her that produces the egg, but they're going to use that terminology. They're no longer going to use boys and girls. And I keep telling wow. and I keep saying each week, you know, if you watch all these states, they're doing different things to see what people will conform to. And right. this is no different. They keep telling us, oh, no, we're not pushing the issue of sex in the classroom and this, that, and the third. But it's just too much, you know, that's people are, are, you know, that are just saying, like, you know, things related sexually, you know, about, right. oh, him, her, his, her, she, him, and all of this, you know, oh, I just refer to as her, I relate to as this, I relate to as that, 
you know, but it's just another form of some crazy mess that they're going to be trying to push soon and going to see how far it's going to go, you know? But Wow, that's totally whatever. crazy. You know, I would have a problem with it. You understand what I'm saying? That's my so son is crazy. a boy and my daughter's a girl. What are you talking about? We're not going to refer to them as that. So when I go to a parent-teacher meeting and you're going to say he that produces sperm um, is such and such, he that produces eggs is this, that, and that. That sounds sounds real crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Like the world is becoming really mentally ill. And I didn't didn't mean to use the the term retarded, but that's a term that I grew up on. So if anybody's offended by it, I apologize, but that's just a term I always grew up on. You know, I was raised up on that term. You know, but whatever happened to people that identify with certain, you know what, I'm not going to get into that. Right. We we yeah, had a big yeah. little email about that. Come and on, Miami. Sorry, the last, you know, people were in the uproar the last time, you know, so we'll leave that alone. What about the, um? did you hear about the assistant principal in Texas that got stomped out by four students because she tried to break up a fight? No. So, and what happened? Yeah. she. Uh, some kids started fighting, and they said that the, the assistant principal was known for always loving the kids and treating the kids, you know, with respect or whatever, you know. And she tried to break up a fight. And uh, four of the kids jumped on her, stomped her out. They said they had to rush her to the hospital. Right. You know, so these, these schools oh are getting crazier and crazier. You know, and then the teacher that got pepper sprayed in Tennessee because he took the girl's phone, he followed them in the hallway and then pepper sprayed them again. You know, these kids, they're, they're not understand any type of repercussions for their actions. And it's like there's, there's no nothing. It's going to be a time where these teachers are not going to want to teach. They're not going to want to be, you know, a lot of parents are going to lose their job. They're going to be homeschooling or whatever. Or, you know, it's going to be like, oh, your kids can't come to school because of that. I think they should do, like, when when they had the shutdown and the teachers had to Mm -hmm. teach online, it it probably needs to go back to that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most of the teachers would would prefer that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that, you know, because that was the first time in history that we have a school shooting or anything, you know, and it's sad to say right. that it took for the, you know, the country to close down for them not to worry about the kids getting into a school shooting or, you know, worrying about your child going to make it home safe or what happened today, you know, because every time I think people listen to the news now when the kids go to school in the hopes that they don't hear the child's school being um, mentioned on the news. Right, you understand right, what I'm right. saying? So, but, you know, these kids, it's crazy. Yeah. And then you had the, the the kid that got, okay, did you hear about the kid that got off the school bus in Durham, North Carolina? He got off the school bus. As mm-hmm. he got off the school bus, another student ran up on him that wasn't on the bus and started shooting at him as he was getting off the bus. This kid reached in his bag and pulled out a gun and started shooting back at the other kid. Now, the kid that was on the bus started shooting back at the kid that was off the bus shooting at him. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. they had another kid that was in the window. 
of the building that was close to the bus stop or whatever, and he was shooting down trying to help the kid that was um, getting off the bus. And the kid Did anybody get hit or killed? Getting... Yeah, the kid that was getting off the bus got killed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And what are all these kids getting... doing with guns? Come on. That's... <laughs> Do, you re- do we have time for that? Do you really want to talk about that? Just, this is going I'm, back to the uh, 80s. Yeah, when, I'm just saying. No, they, what are these kids doing with guns? The same way they were doing in these the 80s. These parents are so unfit. Oh, my gosh. These parents today are so unfit. They're just you can't even say that. You know why? And ratchet and, uh-huh, you go can't ahead. even say that because when I grew up, I grew up now. You can Google this if you think I'm lying. I grew up in East New York. You're not even that much older projects. than me. Talk about someone you and, grew up. Uh, yeah, we grew we grew up around the same time. So you didn't grow up in the eighties. Yeah, but, you but no, you're saying when I grew. Yeah, but I'm saying you saying when I grew up, you can Google this. Like yeah, you're so I'm much so, older. Yeah. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking in general. If you when when okay. I grew up in the eighties, mm-hmm. we had the highest. Mm-hmm murder rate in East New York, Brooklyn. You could Google it, you could look it up. Um, so it was never a thing of the guns, because kids always had guns. It was the respect. And I'm not saying that the our times were different. Like there were certain things you wouldn't do. You wouldn't curse in front of somebody's parent. You wouldn't attack nobody in front of their parent. You wouldn't shoot at nobody in front of anybody's parent. You wouldn't dare try to shoot somebody at a funeral home. But this generation, they have done every single thing that I said we wouldn't have done. They've done it. Yeah. And there's there's time age. So it's never was an issue of when the guns. It was an issue of morals. When did the morals change? You understand what I'm saying? I'm not promoting violence. Yeah, but I'm no, but too many of them have. Yeah, but too many have access to guns. Like, what was that? A six-year-old with a gun that that shot the mm-hmm. teacher shot or whatever? Teacher. I'm just saying it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. It's just you know every. Uh, it's I, I feel case. like a lot. There's of, nothing new. There's nothing new. There was never a six-year-old. The morals. There was never a six-year-old with a gun. Yvonne, we've had all of these issues. When we were growing no, up, it, it, we just it, had morals it's behind birth it. now. Yeah, but, but it, it's birth bet. now because I, 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 it's <laughs> birth now. The, the morals it, have changed. That's the only thing that's changed. It's, it's, it's the same story, different characters, and different roles that these characters are because, playing. Yeah, because of the – yeah, but and – it, and it still comes down to – the the parents these these parents today are way more just they're they're unfit they're out of control they're more into into he say she say and just a bunch of foolishness instead of worrying about what's going on with their kids. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's the the morals. Everything has to do with morals. Everything. Yeah. There's codes. There's codes that the streets live by. These kids don't even live by those codes anymore. I'm not supporting or or promoting any codes, but these kids are not living by any codes. You don't attack nobody in front of their mother. How many videos have we seen that these kids are knocking somebody's door and run up in their house and attack the kid that they want to fight or beat up the parent? Mm -hmm. 
I just seen the video the other day. This girl knocked on this girl's door, and her mother came to the door and said, yo, this your mom? She gets, said, yeah. She grabbed the mother by the collar and slapped her. And said, this your mom, right? I wish somebody would try to do something to my mom. Baby, they would would be leaving dead. (laughs) Yeah, but. It's it's just crazy, man. It's it's crazy. That's why you like, that's why you should have cameras. Like, don't open the door if you don't know who the person is. You know, um, uh, oh my gosh, I, I don't even know what to say. It's just really sad and embarrassing. No respect no. whatsoever. But we can't raise our kids like we were raised because the times have changed. The circumstances have changed. Our situations have changed, you know, that warrant to certain things, you know. But, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be, you know. I just yeah, think but that that's why to... I did say, yeah, but that's why I said um, I'm pretty sure the, the teachers would prefer the online teaching and anybody who got some badass kids, okay, they they need to be home. They need to be home and acting a fool at your house since they can't go to the school and act like they got some sense, let, they, let, they, let these badass kids stay home all day. But you know the what? Teachers don't need to, the, the teachers don't need to deal with that foolishness. Yeah, they don't, but it's, it's a gift and a curse. Bullies have created and they've molded us to who we are today. Now these kids... They they don't know what to do with a bully. They don't know what to do or how to take care of certain situations like we did as we were as kids. You know, so right. You know, come on, heat. I hear you. <laughs> the heat. Oh, come on. Yeah. Right. Um, well, Boston is playing like they got some sense today. Um. Uh, the last game, the day before yesterday, the Heat was balling, but yeah, they they balling tonight as well. But it's yeah. a it's a close game so far. Yeah. So in what other about news, the, hmm? what about the guy that uh, died helping the ducks across the street? I was just about to say that. I was just about to say. I'm not sure if you guys heard that. Uh, there was a a guy that got out to help the ducks cross the road or whatever, and he lost his life worrying about some ducks. What are your thoughts on that, Essie? I'm going to tell you like this, Dad. I ain't getting out of my car. I'm like, I'm blowing the horn. Y'all can hurry up and get out the way. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I care about animals. I'm not going that far. I'm, I'm not, not going, going that, that Yeah, I'm not going that far. Now, I have not Yeah, I don't hate animals. Mm-hmm. I have gotten, I, I stopped in the middle of the road. There wasn't a bunch of traffic behind me. And I picked the turtle up and put it on the sidewalk or whatever. But with ducks and swans and all of that crazy shit, that, that is a different animal. Those motherfuckers will attack you. As pretty as they are, they yeah. will attack you. You understand what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, for the man to lose his life over that, you know, everybody, okay, so this is a, this is a story that, you know, everybody asks me when I talk about veganism. Most vegans are doing it for the animals, the cruelty, the animals, and everything else. 
And the mm-hmm. other reasons, do it for health reasons. I do it for health reasons, right? And everybody that does it for the animals get upset with me, be like, oh, you don't love the animals and this, that. It's not that I don't love the animals. It's just that them animals don't give a damn about me. Because if a bear yeah. attacked me and killed me, guess what's going to happen? His cubs are going to sit there and eat my ass as well as the mama. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So I don't, you know, I leave nature where nature is, and nature leaves me where I'm at, and we'll be good with that. You know? Yeah. So. Oh, man, what happened? Yeah. yeah, I'm listening. But. Okay. Well, we've come to the part of the show that we've all been waiting for. We have a young lady that we will be bringing on the air in less than a minute's time. But this lady is an inspired author, like I said, and she will tell you about her book and the reason why. Well, I'm going to ask her some questions about her book and the reason why she wrote her book and everything else. So, are we ready? Okay. Oh, let me let her in. Okay, yeah, I just got her in. Good evening, young lady. How are you? Hello, how are you Hello? guys? Hi, right, how are you? Me. We're good. All right. Great, I'm we get good. Started, that's good. Before we get started, we have a bet going on, right? And this bet is... Uh-huh. Cause I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you the first name that she tried to say your name was, and I said no. That is <laughs> now, Shanita or Shanetta. Tell her what was the other name that you said. I I said Sharnetta. Okay. You hold on. Can so you, you say Sharnetta? Mm-hmm. My first name is Sharnetta. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. What did you say, Yvonne? You didn't say Sharnetta I, earlier. I said Sharnetta. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, shit. Everybody I was like, no. I just said, yo, listen, listen. I could have swore you said something else because I was doing no, the same. No, you can look at it. The spelling is, you know what? I said Sharnetta. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. You lying. You're lying. No. I know what I said. You got Alzheimer's. Was. You're and crazy. You went... Okay, whatever. Well, Johnetta. Yes. We're going to ask you a couple of questions, young lady. How was your day today? I'm sorry. Yeah, um, my day was really good. Um, really good. I had a great day. And yesterday was even uh-huh. better, so. Oh, you want to talk about it or you want us to buy you want us to buy our babies? <laughs> a little bit. Um, no, I got a job offer yesterday that I've been waiting to hear back from. So um, it was a great day yesterday. Oh, Congratulations! Okay, can I borrow some money? Thank you. <laughs> let the check let the check clear first. <laughs> can I get? Can I borrow some money? <laughs> Listen. But no, I had a great day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay. So I'm going to start off with, hold on. Here we go. Tell us a little about yourself. 
a little bit about me. So um, I'm a mom, a mom of three. Um, my children, the ages range all over the board. Um, I have a 21-year-old. Um, I have a 16-year-old, and then I have a toddler. Um, well, he's four, so um, preschool, mm-hmm. he's four. Um, I'm a real estate agent. Um, I work in the healthcare field, and yeah, and I just wrote a book. So, wow. Okay. 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 So, hold on one second. My thing just closed out. I'm sorry. Damn it. I'm sorry about this. These damn iPhones are the worst. <laughs> I know I was worried about coming on with my phone. I'm like, I hope I don't have any issues yeah. with this phone. Yeah. So when did you um, realize you wanted to be a writer? Um, so I would say I never really wanted to be a writer, actually. Um, hmm. I never said, like, hey, I want to be a writer one day. Um, I just know when I was in school, I really liked writing, Um even back in high school, I loved to write essays. I would always be the one writing somebody's essay. Um, still to this day, when my girls, they have, like, papers um, that's due, I'm the one, like, let me let me start it for you. Let me get that going for you. Um, so I like to write, but I never wanted to actually be a writer. I just really enjoy writing, and I've been journaling since I was younger as well. So it's just something I enjoy to do. Okay, okay. How long did it take you to write your book? So my book took about, um, well, when I decided to actually write the book um, and kind of get it on Mm. paper, I did that in a weekend, actually. Um, It only took me one weekend to kind of get it written down. Um, But, you know, over the course of time, tweaking it here, making some changes, let me do this, let me do that. It took me about seven to eight months to get it final where I would submit it. Yeah, about seven, eight months. All right. So you only have one book or you have multiple books? So I only have that one book. um, But when I wrote the book, I also published a website so that I can, um, you know, sell the book on there. So that's probably what took me a while because I was also getting the website ready. I didn't publish until my website was up and running as well. And I did that all by myself. So. Okay, okay. Where did you get your information for your characters, the idea for the names and everything? Um, So I was really struggling with that um, in the beginning because my book is, it's sort of like, it's a personalized book. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's um, called I Can Spell My Name. So it's very personalized for each child to be able to put their name in the book. So I didn't want to come up with characters. Um, with a certain race or gender because I wanted it to be, you know, so every child could kind of read the book and um, personalize it in their own way. So I just kind of kept brainstorming, trying to figure out, you know, what what characters could be, could go across the board, and that's where I came up with the characters as far as, like, the weather characters and things like that. I felt like everybody could relate to it. Okay. What did you find the most difficult part about writing the book? Hmm. 
I would say knowing when to stop <laughs> tweaking it. I kept um I kept editing it. Like I would mm-hmm. never stop. I kept going back and back, like, no, let me make this change. Well, no, this sound better. I just kept like editing the book. Um so I feel like that was like the most difficult part. Just kind of just let go and release the book. Um so yeah, that would be it. Okay. Did you experience any writer's block? And if you did, how did you handle it? Absolutely. Um, We all do, I think. I did experience it when I, um, when I did, when I would get stuck, when the book wasn't, you know, rhyming the way I wanted it to rhyme, um, I would get stuck. And what I would do is just Hmm. kind of step away, you know, step away from the book and, um, I don't know, get on social media, see if I can get some ideas out there or something. Like, I would just step away from the book and try to find, get my mind on something else. And um, once I did that, I'd come back, and it would kind of click to me. And sometimes it would click to me um, when I was asleep. You know, you wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, dang, hold on, that's a good <laughs> yeah. idea. Let me let me, uh, let me, me get up and write that down. So just. Okay. So, um, you know, with you having children in different age ranges, what do they think about, you know, that must be exciting for a child to be like, my mommy got a book. Or, you know, even a young adult to say, hey, my mom wrote a book. You know, how do they feel about you being an author? Right. Um, so the kids, they were they were excited. Um they always know that I wore so many hats, and when I said I'm going to do something, I kind of do it. And um, I told them I was going to write a book, and they was like, okay, um, go ahead. And when I did, and they kind of seen it coming to, you know, coming to the surface, they were um, very excited for me. They were very supportive. Um, my son, he's four, so at the time he was about three. Yeah, he was three. And... Um, he was just, you know, he he was like my little guinea pig. He was like enjoying the book. He would read, I would read it to him. I would make sure it worked using him and things like that. So um, I could say the kids were very excited and they're they're um, very supportive and happy for me. Okay. All right. Do you see a part two to this book or? Oh no, no. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. I've had ideas. Um, I have had ideas. I just, I don't know yet. I, I can say I really don't know. Um, but I do okay. see that I will definitely probably write another book, but I just don't know where, what to write yet. Okay. So what makes your book different than any other kids' book? Um, well, for one, it's definitely, um, it's a personalized, like, interactive book. Um, and it's also helping a child spell their name. So a lot of books just tell a story where mine is very interactive, um, like an activity book mm-hmm. almost. They can write in the book. Um, they can follow along the book and, um, you know, learn the ABCs while they're doing it, spelling their name. So it's very interactive. I say um, that's something that makes it different than all the rest of the books out there. Okay. So if I was wanted to write a kid's book, and I, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
stuck on something, like what would you what would you suggest, like to do? As far um, as trying to write my own kids' book. Right. Um, so I would say, if you're trying to write a a kids' book, first, um, if you already have the idea. If you have the idea, you must do because you want to write the book, so you got to have some type of idea. I would say kind of get that idea out of your head and um, put it down on paper. Um, actually put it on paper mm-hmm. will help you bring it to life. Um, and then just, you know, start the writing process afterwards. It's going to start flowing, you know. After you, like I said, you see it on paper, you're going to get excited about it every day trying to get it, um, you know, trying to get it finished. So just take your time and um, know that it's not a race. And that's what I had to tell myself. You know, every little accomplishment that I made throughout the process, um, it, you know, it was big. It, it helped me get the book finished. So simply just enjoy the process. Okay. So where do you like writing at most? Like if you had to pick a place in your house, where would it be? Um, let's see. My house crowded. So... <laughs> To be honest, I was in the I was in the kitchen most of the time. Um, I was at the kitchen table, like that's where I was at most of the time. And my desk area is like um, like they're very close to the kitchen as well. So I was in between those two places. Um, and and I kind of write with a lot of noise, so I think that's what kept me going. So I like that my house was crowded, you know. I could bounce my ideas off of everybody in the house, so. Okay. What type of questions did you ask yourself when you plan on writing your book? Well, um, I definitely had to ask myself, are you going to finish this? Um, I always, I was scared to do it because I didn't feel like I was going to finish the book. Um, because I was new to it. I was a self, you know, I was, I self-published the book. So I was doing everything on my own. Um, and then I would, I would ask myself, like, who is this book going to be marketed towards? Like, who is going to read the book? Who am I going to target? Um, you know, because the book was a children's book. It was, it's kind of unique. Um, it was a certain age range. So, um, I would ask myself those questions so I can make sure that I could um, market the book well when I did publish. Okay. Yeah. What was one of the most surprising things you learned in creating your book about yourself? What did you learn? Mm. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I learned – I pretty much learned that I can do anything that I that I put my my mind to, you know. Um, like I said in the beginning, I was a little scared. I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to complete the book or just get stuck because I was doing everything alone. Um, but I was surprised that, hey, I published the book. I had a lot of support, and um, it was just surprising to see the book, you know, come to life. Okay. Do you hear from your readers much? And what is the feedback that they've given you about the book? So I do. Um, well, some some of them. You know, people that I kind of know um, a little bit, I get I can hear that feedback a little bit more. Um, 
And the feedback that I get is always, like, good. It's always positive. Like, everyone is always saying how the book is really helping their child or, um, you know, it was well written and they like the colors and things like that or their child loves the book. And I get really good feedback from the book. Um, And, you know, sometimes, you know, writing a book and trying to get reviews and feedback is like pulling teeth. So, um, that can be hard sometimes, but a lot of people just reached out or they posted their reviews and things like that on, um, like, Amazon or on my website. So. Okay. Did you ever think as a child, was that something that you wanted to do, or what was it that you wanted to do? No. I, um, no, I never wanted to be an author. Um, I used to want to be a teacher. I did used to want to be a teacher, though. Like, I was always, you know, wanting to be the teacher, the teacher when um, I was younger. You know, you played your little things with your friends. I was always a teacher. That's something I wanted to do. And then I'm like, okay, well, one day I'll be a lawyer. I don't know. So it was never an author. So never. Okay. All right. So who did your artwork for your book? So I actually um, went out on Fiverr. Um, mm-hmm. One of my, yeah, one of I think it was somebody that I was following on Instagram. Um, they had mentioned it, and then I went out on Fiverr and like started looking for um, illustrators. And I actually um, had two. Like the book was illustrated by one person um, first, and. When I realized that I could get a better illustrator, I kind of, like, wasted my money on that, <laughs> and I found another illustrator up there um, that was a little bit more um, better and was, you know, speaking to what how I wanted it. And But that's where I went. I went on Fiverr, and I feel like he did a good job, especially for the price. Okay. Okay. So do you do print and press as requested, or did somebody just order your books online? So they can order it online. Um, I have my website um, that I created for the book and, like, other things that I want to um, sell to kind of, you know, go along with the book. Um, My website is thenamespot.com. So they can purchase Mm -hmm. it on there and then as well as Amazon. So the book is on Amazon as well. It's on Barnes & Noble. Um, So, yeah. But then I have books on hand as well, too, because I do do events sometimes, and um, I donate books um, a lot to some of the child care centers. So. Okay. How do, you, how do you fit all of this into your busy schedule? How do you fit in the author? How do you wear that many uh, hats? Look, I don't even know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know because um, – What I'm going to say, though, it got to be God because really Mm -hmm. all day I kind of talk to him because I am busy and um, working, you know, full time and then you having kids and then I do real estate. Now I've scaled back, so my real estate is kind of scaled back to part time a little bit more so that I can can focus back on my my son. Um, I've noticed that my time has been stretched. Um, but I don't know. It, I just do it. I just do it. Okay. 
Now, I know I asked you this, but this is the second part, and I didn't realize I had this second part about your book. Where did you get the information? Did you do, like, some research on, like, oh, I realized that most kids can't spell their names or most kids can't do this, and that's what you got the idea from? So the idea, okay, so the book goes, a song goes with the book, and I created the song over 15 mm-hmm. years ago when my um, my teenager, she was younger, and I wanted to teach her how to spell her name because a lot of kids, you know, okay. don't know how to spell their name before they go into um, kindergarten. And mm-hmm. I remember, um, well, I created the song for her, and then I used it for some of my cousins and things like that. And then when I had my son, I just really tapped back into it. And I was like, well, maybe I should write a book about it, um, you know, to help other people, um, especially a lot of our people. You know, we don't take the time to really um, teach our kids how to spell their names and write their names and things like that. So that's kind of how I got the idea. And um, I, I created this story with the song and put it out there, and a lot of people say it works. And it does, actually. It does work. Okay. So I'm going to ask you an uh, um, author 101 question. I know you said that you self-published your books. How do you – who do you do – how do you go about publishing your book? I know you say you self-publish. Like, do you get – you contact mm-hmm. a, a printing place or – how do you go about doing this? Somebody was listening and said, man, I want to do that. I have an idea. I want to put it in a book, and I want to self-publish just like she did. How do you what – what was the process? Right. Um, so I self-published through – I mean, I'm, I did it the easy route. I don't know. I did the um, Amazon KDP. Um, I felt mm-hmm. like – for someone that's very, very um, new to writing and wanting to publish a book, mm. I feel like that was a um, an easy route to go um, because they did everything for you as far as once you upload your book. You know, everything is done. They um, you upload the book to their site, um, they print, and they ship. So you don't have to have books on hand. Um, so... I would say Amazon KDP. Um, there's other things out there too. Um, with the Ingram, Ingram Spark, um, I use them as well. They're a self-publishing platform. Um, but yeah, okay. one of those. What is your um your favorite part of being a writer? My favorite part. Um, would be being able to kind of express, you know, my ideas, um, express them how I want them, you know, for um, how I want the world to to um, see my ideas and what I'm thinking about. You know, that's like the best part. And then um, being able to call myself an author, you know, um, that's that's an accomplishment. And I think that was. Um, those are those are two of the yeah those are two of the things that I feel like was important. What would you say is your most interesting writing quirk? My most interesting writing quirk. Yeah, like what do you what do you um? 
I'm trying to think of something that I can use as an example. Like you, you use, I know you said you use your space, you like it being loud or whatever, but what do you use like besides? Well, yeah, you, you kind of answered it. It was, it was kind of another question that I had, but you basically answered it. You like the noise, you know, you don't like really the quietness Uh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I would definitely say that because you get to bounce off of, you know, other people around you. Um, I mean, of yeah. course, you need it quiet at some time. You do so you can focus, but having that noise is helpful too. You have people around you that <laughs> can kind of help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what are some of the places that people can reach you at? They said, um, if um, they say, hey, I want to get a book or anything, how would they be able to reach out to you? to get your books? So um, my preferred choice, <laughs> I would want them to go out mm. on my website. Um, my website is thenamespot.com, and that's um, spot, S-P-O-T, dot com. Um, but, of course, they can go on Amazon as well um, and order the book. Those are my two preferred choices. Um and then also, if they like follow me on my Instagram or Facebook, which is my name, it's at Sharnetta Mitchell. Um, my links um, is in both of those bios, so they can go on there too to just click the link and they can order my book from there as well. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Or they can schedule a real estate appointment too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what. That, so I. I had a couple of real estate questions that I wanted to ask you, but when you said that you gave it, so I, I lost all like, other, the other questions because I know you do the no. real estate and everything. I was like, ah. I said, so she cut out all my questions. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, I'm, still, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. I'm just, okay. You know, so, being selective. Okay. All right. So I'm going to ask you, can I ask you at least two real estate questions? Sure. Sure. Or you would okay. All right. What would be the best time for a person to purchase a house? You know, they say that uh-huh. usually certain seasons. What would be the best time uh-huh. for a person? Well, to you know, a house? I, that question is kind of. Um, I feel like when you're purchasing a house, it got to be the best time for you, because everybody has their own reason. So why they need to purchase or, you know, why or when they're going to purchase a home. They have their own reasons of why. And, um, I mean, for the market, I guess the best time you have um, more houses on the market in the spring, you know, so Mm -hmm. technically I would say the spring. But I feel like it's whenever the best time is for you, whatever your situation is, um, that that's that's the best time, but the spring market is is definitely going to allow more houses on the market. However, it's going to um, mm-hmm. sometimes cause more competition too. So, um, but whatever the best time is for you, if you if you're ready, then go buy your house. Okay. What would be the best interest rate that you would suggest? Because you know us, you know. A lot of us are unfamiliar with, like, purchasing a house. We don't basically know the know-hows or whatever. So I'm just asking two generic questions, you know, because I, w- I really want them to be like, oh, man, she does real estate too. 
let me reach out to her for the real estate and they can ask you their questions, you know? So those were just two of the generic questions that I was going to ask. I asked them more in detail stuff, but those are the two, you know, generic ones that I wanted to ask you. So what would be the best, right. you know, rate? Um, so, I mean, in the market right now, we all know that um, if you've been following, that interest rates are um, higher right now. Um, mm-hmm. So the best, to me, the best ideal interest rate would be as low as it can, you can get it, so maybe like a, a 3% interest rate, you know? Um, but that's not mm-hmm. happening right now. Um, maybe the next term, elect, you know, election term, we can get those numbers turned. But um, right now you probably could get to um, anywhere from like a six to eight um, interest rate, and that's not the best, you know? So that's why I always tell people, um, you know, just purchase when it's when it's best for you. Know what you need and, and mm. want to do. You can always refinance a home um, if need be. Um, but if you want to wait till the interest rates come down to see what you know to see what happens, then I will definitely. Um... Okay. So if somebody wanted to hire you, what what information could you give them right now on the air? Um, so they can um, Your contact. two ways. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, my contact information. Um, if they're like a social media um, person, then they can always go on my Instagram or Facebook. All my contact information is there. They can click the link in the bio too. That's at Charnetta Mitchell. Um, but also my email address is smitchell at fmrealty. That's a lot, dot com. But I would suggest just going to my um, my social media pages, and all of my contact information is there for everything that I do. So, okay. Well, we thank you, and we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Okay. Well, thank you guys for and having me. Yes, we hope to bring you back if you yes. uh, get another book. Make sure we know about it. And um, Absolutely. I will be purchasing one today for my niece. I don't know if you can Thank hear her in the you. background. But uh, she I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you hear her in the background? Yeah. I can't people, hear her, you know. no. Oh, okay, okay. She's yelling in the background. I'm yeah, definitely. Yeah, Get her a book. You got, look, you guys take a picture yeah. with your book. I think she'll enjoy it. It's a really good book, though, oh, yeah. for real. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, well thank you. I want to thank you. Thank you thank so you. much for coming. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I really appreciate this. I had a no good time. Problem. All right. All right. I'll catch you guys. Okay, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That does it for us. And that was Sharnetta Mitchell. Make sure you guys check out her book and tune in to our next show, Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good night, everybody. Good night.